0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Yes, we're here.
2: The dream team is here. Uh, 4.01 is the time. Do you know that song? Uh, no. 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 Well, you'll have to look it up. Okay. Uh, Chris Sello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace Studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. in San Francisco. Hour number 3 of Gwyn and Chris on this Wednesday afternoon. Not really a ton going on in the sports world today. Uh, Padres are hoping to keep their unbelievably faint playoff hopes alive with a victory over San Francisco tonight. Of course, they could still be eliminated if the Cubs win in Atlanta. Cubs and Braves get started in about 20 minutes. Last night, the Cubs could have eliminated the Padres. And they had a 6-0 lead. And they didn't hold on to it. How did they lose that game, Scravy? Do you have the highlight of that final play? Oh, it was no. pretty good. Oh, you lost it? Um, no, I can, get, down it. I the can way. get it. You can just say, keep talking, keep it talking. It was pretty good. The Braves ended up winning it, and uh, Saya Suzuki boxed up a fly ball, much to the consternation of the Cubs broadcasting team. And, uh, here it is. Here it is.
1: 3-2. In
3: the air, out towards right center. Suzuki, the call. Oh, no. Oh! no! <laughs> it's so funny every single time.
2: Yes, he did not catch it, uh, suffice to say. And the Braves uh, rallied to win. Padres then stayed alive themselves behind Seth Lugo's brilliant performance in a 4 nothing victory over the Giants last night. Tonight, it'll be Matt Waldron and his knuckleball mm-hmm. trying to keep the Padres' hopes alive. Now, not only do the Cubs have to lose, but it wouldn't hurt if the Marlins and Reds Kept losing as well. Oh yeah! To that end, the Marlins lost to the Mets eleven to two in the first of a doubleheader. They play again this evening. Reds are trailing at Cleveland three nothing going to the top of the fourth. Things so, are working, Chris. That's right. Everything is uh, everything is uh, lining up, right? So there's still a lot of lining up to do. But uh, the uh, biggest story of the day in sports is the NBA trade with Damian Lillard finally being moved by the Portland Trail Blazers, but not going to a team that anybody predicted Right, he was supposed to go to Miami, then he's supposed to go to Toronto, and he was going to here and going there. This is why a lot of that reporting is just kind of annoying, yeah, you know. Because yeah. I I like Damian Lillard and I like the NBA, but I really didn't need to know where he was going to play until they traded him, and now today they have, and he's a Milwaukee Buck. Yoin, uh, join, I say joining Giannis. joining Giannis. joining Giannis in Milwaukee. And uh, it's a three-team deal. Portland gets Drew Holiday and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Phoenix gets Yousef Nurkic, Grayson Allen, and a couple of others. Uh, Portland also gets a bunch of draft choices. And then the Bucks get Dame Lillard. So that's the big trade in the NBA. The Bucks, with that trade, have become the... Odds on favorite now to win the nBA championship uh, surpassing the odds of the defending champion Denver nuggets the NFL week four gets underway tomorrow night right here on ninety seven three the fan with the Lions and the Packers, but uh, we're here to play a little trivia. It's uh, Chris versus the fans, where you have a chance to qualify to win a two-night stay. At the Westgate Las uh, Las Vegas Resort and Casino, private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. $250 food and beverage credit. That's the part I like the best. Uh, Experience high-action entertainment. At the best race and sports book in Vegas, the best of Las Vegas, race and sports Superbook is the largest in the world. The Westgate Las Vegas. Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations, home of legendary Vegas fun. You must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, you're also going to win a pair of tickets to the Bellator MMA 300, which is coming up on October the 7th at Pechanga Arena. Tickets on sale now at Axis.com. That's A-X-S dot com. Uh, let's play Chris versus the fans.
0: If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy-do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know
2: what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now
0: on 97.3 The Fan.
3: All right, let me get into the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win and if you're a first time player! player let us know before you get into it and you will get the first question for free and you have to let us know before you get into it because we had a caller yesterday tell us in the second question and it erased his first question or first time player privileges with that said Chris let's go to our contestants okay. I'm thinking we should go with Thomas in San Diego Thomas, Thomas are you there I am here. I am the Dolphins fan. Oh, oh this Thomas is okay. Back. All right, Thomas. The nice reprise job, Thomas. Of Thomas. Nice job. Yeah. Oh,
2: and you get the I, Dolphin I, I sounder believe, again.
3: I just can't believe I missed the Manning brothers on the the two Super Bowl MVP brothers. Oh, did I, that keep uh, you up all
2: night? <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Uh, you and know, you even
3: said it, Chris. You even said it, you, I, and you're right. I knew it, but I. The only brothers I could think of were the Kelsey brothers, but I knew they didn't win an MVP.
2: Yeah. It well, does happen. Yes. It does happen. The it game happens changes to me when often. you're live on the air. Yeah, and it happens to me as well. So All right. Today you'll redeem yourself. Here we go, Thomas. Hopefully.
3: Question number right. one uh, Who is pitching for the Padres tonight? Oh, my God. Really?
2: We just said it. <laughs> I know, I did. Hopefully, Thomas wasn't listening. Thomas!
3: That's the E. We Uh, just said it.
2: Yeah, he wasn't listening. He was getting ready to dial in. Better get somebody.
3: Sorry, say that again?
2: Uh, Waka.
3: Waka. Waka. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Had the first syllable right. Yes. Waldron. Sorry, Thomas. Matt
2: Waldron, thanks for playing knuckleballer. Thomas, thanks. You're embarrassing Dolphin fans everywhere. <laughs>
3: I didn't want to say. <laughs> I'm it. just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, let's go to Rick in Santee. Rick, how are you? Hello, Rick. You're hey, Rick.
2: Well. Hello, hello. You ready to hey. play? He's ready. He's ready. Let's go. All, all right, right, here we he go. Said, let's all go. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry,
3: sorry. First player. First time player. First time oh player. wow okay rick you got it he you got it, it in there i like how he was so excited to yell that first time Sorry. player it's no, a, no. i'm to get back into my
2: hotel room i'm locked out in my gym shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you, and yeah, dave marcus. you and dave marcus <laughs> that was funny uh
3: all right here we go which of the or uh which former nfl player had the nickname of slash due to his multiple positions he played Oh,
2: good. Cordell one. Stewart.
3: Cordell Very Stewart good. is correct. Nice get by you, Rick. Cordell I, Stewart. I love slash. Cordell Stewart.
2: Yeah, he's a pretty good player. He never really punted
3: as much as I wanted him to, but. little, little not a bad little player. All right, Rick's All right. on to the final question. Here we go. Just like that. Who broke Mike Ditka's record for most T D catches as a tight end in a season during this player's two thousand four season? Again, who broke Mike Dicka's record for most TD catches as a tight end in a season during the 2004 season? Tony Gonzalez. Tony, Tony Gonzalez. Gonzalez. That's a good. Oh, it's not a good guy. Stay there.
2: Yeah, I remember this. Oh, I remember this oh, cuz no. this guy's one of my favorites. Okay. I mean, you want to talk about an all-time terrific guy. Okay, who is this it? This guy was it. At this? least I hope it is. Antonio Gates. Yeah, Antonio Gates was an amazing, amazing guy. Tremendous, not only player, but just a great guy. Really enjoyed yeah. hanging out with him.
3: Sorry about that, Rick. Thanks Sorry, for calling.
2: Sorry, Antonio Gates with a great career. Former college basketball star at? Akron. No.
3: No, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's uh, Kent State. Kent State, yes. I, I was in the right state. but I was, You were in the right area. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to Brian. It says in Tennessee, but uh, Brian, you are on. Let's How see are what you? what the story is. Hey, Brian? That, that uh, segment with Dave was gold, by the way. <laughs> okay, good. gold. Yeah, Dave I'm was gonna on tell Dave about fire that. today, that. he, he would love to fire. hear that. All right, Brian, you ready to play? Yes. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Which pair of teams in the NFL always play on Thanksgiving Day? Ah, That's a
2: fair question. The
3: Dallas Detroit? Say it one more time. He got it, I think.
2: You did. You kind of messed up. Yeah, he got it. He got it. But you're breaking up a little bit. Yeah. Right. So he got got it. it. He got it. He said Dallas and Detroit.
3: Okay, that works for me because that's who plays. All right, Brian. Here we go. Question number two. The winner of the National League batting championship receives an award named after Tony Gwynn. Which player's name is associated with the award in the American League?
2: Uh, Wade Boggs. Boggs. Good guess. Mm -hmm. Certainly in the same era as Tony Gwynn. This guy, I believe, if I'm correct, is the guy that Tony Gwynn patterned his own hitting against, or after. Just thought he was the greatest magician, bat controller of all time. I believe it's Rod Carew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for calling, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Thanks for the nice comment on Dave. Oh, yes. We'll, he will, we will tell him because we will. he will
3: love to hear that. Yeah, he, he does. He
2: really cares about that segment, and it A shows. Lot. Yes, it does. It shows because he brings something to it every time.
3: Oh, yeah. He always has everything ready to go. He emails yeah. me like five days in advance asking if I can <laughs> help him with something. It's good stuff. It's He's good great. stuff. All right, let's go to Jose in Chula Vista. What's up, Jose? Hello, Jose. Hello. Are you there, Jose? Who's breaking? Oh, up. there he is. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, there, there we there. are. Are you ready to play? Yep, yeah, first time player. First oh, time player. All right, Jose, good luck to you. Question number two. Who was the first player in Major League Baseball history to break the 160 RBI mark in a season? The first? Yes. Babe Ruth Ruth Ruth. is correct. Got it. Very good. Yes. That was a tough question. It was. You nailed it. it. Usually, when I ask tough questions in number two, it's a. You know what the all
2: time record is for most RBIs in a season? Do you know?
3: It's a guy by the name of Hack Wilson. Played for the Cubs. I've heard of him. Anyway,
2: 191. Whoa. Yeah. What year? 1930, I
3: believe. It stood for almost 100 years. Jeez. Yeah. 191. That was a big year Alright here we go Jose Question number 3 you get this right You are qualified for Vegas and you got some Bellator tickets if Chris gets it wrong The same happens Uh, Let's see here The record for most career games With 7 or more RBIs Is 9 Who holds that record?
2: Jose, are you there? Take a shot, Jose.
3: Yeah, I'll go with, I don't know, Tony Gwynn. Tony? Tony Gwynn. Gwynn. Stay <laughs> there. All right, seven RBI. What is it? The record for most career games with seven or more RBIs is nine. Man, that's a. Who that's holds a lot? that record? Uh, this is a
2: shot in the dark because it could be just about any one of a thousand different guys, <laughs> really.
3: Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez. Incorrect. And that means Jose is our winner. Stay there, Jose. Good for you, Jose. I'm going to get your information in the break. The actual answer would be Lou Gehrig. I thought
2: of Lou. You did? Yeah, I did. I mean, I didn't guess him, but I thought of him. Well, that's, that doesn't mean very
3: much. No, it doesn't, but that is the game, and Seven Jose has more won. Seven RBIs nine times. Nine that's pretty times. Good. pretty good. Pretty, pretty, yeah, okay. Pretty good. Yeah, we
2: got you. All right, uh, Big Five is coming up at the bottom of the hour. Tony Gwynn Jr. rejoins the show at that time. When we return, a um, publication called Total Football has put out its quarterback rankings through the first three weeks of the NFL season. Who ranks first? This is a very self-serving topic. And who ranks last? It's a very self-serving topic. That's not self-serving. We'll have more on that after Check of Traffic. Stick around.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
1: Carpal tunnel syndrome? shortness of breath? Stomach issues? Lower back pain? How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Cloudy this evening with overnight lows near 61. Weather brought to you by Ashley.
0: From minor refreshes to total overhauls, Ashley has the essentials to make your home fall functional and fabulous. Shop in-store or visit ashley.com today.
2: This hour on uh, Gwyn and Chris brought to you by Ashley Furniture. Fall is almost here. Isn't it here? I I believe September twenty second is the demarcation line of the end of summer, so fall is here. All right. And at Ashley, seasonal decorating is a breeze. Snuggle up on a sectional or ultra modern sofa, gather outside with a new fire pit or conversation set. I must be honest with you, I don't know what a conversation saying. <laughs> Thank you for is. saying it, but I believe it's something where you have a conversation and sit in it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ashley has everything you'll need. Shop in store or visit ashley.com today. Uh, 421 the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. in San Francisco. Rejoins us for the Big Five here in just a moment. Of course, he's getting ready for the broadcast tonight. Padres-Giants. Padres efforting to stay alive. First, they need the Cubs to lose again in Atlanta. That game is just getting underway. Uh, Total Pro Sports has come up with its quarterback rankings through three weeks Very legit of the NFL site. season. And this is really a legit list. And uh, I guess I don't need to ask you who you think is number one on the quarterback ranking list in the NFL right well, now. You seem I, to kind of. Yeah. Have uh, figured this out. The
3: only reason this is being brought up is because Tua Tonga vailoa is the number one quarterback. I was surprised,
2: honestly. I know he's had a start because he shouldn't be ahead of Patrick Mahomes at any time. No,
3: Patrick Mahomes is uh, he's not been dominant this year like we're used to. And that hurts him because even if he does mediocre or average, it makes him look bad. Well, Tua's
2: number one right now, Mahomes is number two, Josh Allen is the third-ranked quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Justin Herbert always finds his way into the top five no matter what's going on. Uh, here's a surprise, I thought. Who do you think the sixth best quarterback is? I just said Tua Mahomes, Allen, Hertz, Herbert. Who's next? Uh,
3: on their current ranking be- of great quarterback. quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay, hold on. It's not Zach Wilson. No, <laughs> he's it's last, not As a matter of fact, he's almost last. Let's say this is kind of a crazy thought, but Geno Smith. Geno Smith is seventh. You almost got it. Wait, I thought I would. I but thought that's what you were on. No, I was for. looking for
2: six. Oh, what's six? Uh, just ahead of Geno Smith is your guy, Brock Purdy. I didn't even consider it. Yeah, Brock Purdy sixth. Geno Smith. Joe Burrow eighth. I wouldn't put him there. He's been. He looks terrible. Yeah, right now, Jared. I mean, he's hurt. I get yeah, that. Yeah, he's hobbled. Uh, Jared Goff. Matt Stafford. 910. At the bottom, Justin Fields is 28th. Desmond Ritter is 29th. I was gonna say who's worse than
3: Justin Fields this year.
2: There's four guys. Russell Wilson is thirtieth. Oh. How far has he fallen? My yeah, goodness. Man. Uh thirty-first is Jameis Winston. He hasn't even played yet because he's sitting in for Derek Carr. In the in New Orleans, Him but already he's already the
3: thirty-first. <laughs> but he's
2: already ahead of Zach Wilson. That's how low Zach Wilson is on the I list. I feel like it's so. just
3: easy to beat up on Zach Wilson right now.
2: So yeah, maybe we should just leave it be. Um, uh, it's interesting uh, yeah.
3: because the preseason
2: rankings I have here in front of me, and in that ranking, Tua started the year as number ten. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, of course, started at number one. So it's, it's you know, it's like I said before. The Dolphins are on pace to score 730 points this year. That is not going to happen. So everybody needs to calm
3: down a little bit. Do you like your... Be included. Do you like... <laughs> Do you like your head coach being the, the the kind of guy that he is, which is like a? Car- he said that he didn't want to kick the field goal to set the record because he wanted good karma in Miami? I think
2: that is good karma, and, uh, yeah, I like Mike McDaniels. I've liked everything about him so far. But then again, I liked the guy they had before him. Uh, I, I like Brian Flores. I, I really liked him, and he's a, he came at it from a totally different perspective. He did. But I like Mike McDaniels. His attitude's been great. He's obviously really smart. Uh, he had some fun with the camera crew member the Sunday yeah, Night game a couple weeks ago when he tried to outrun the camera off yes. the field. I mean, he's got a good attitude, and I think he keeps it light and front, fun and fresh. And I've heard him speak they about seem this. to be taking
3: to that. Uh, yeah, I've heard him speak about this. I mean, he he went through a lot with his alcoholism, and he's a recovering alcoholic, and he basically came back from the depths of the bottom, and now he's the head coach for the Miami Dolphins. You know what you know? We went
2: to high school with. No. No, first of all, he went to the same high school many years later, as my wife did. Oh, yes, you did tell me that. You did tell Uh, me that. But, no, he actually went to high school with Jenny Kavner, our friend... Who now we uh, had her on last the week? Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. No, Jenny knows Mike McDaniel's really well from high school, and last time I ran into her somewhere along the line in our travels, uh, she showed me a picture of her with him in high school. That's hilarious. Uh, you would, if you looked at this picture of Mike McDaniel's in high school. The last person you would ever guess that that picture was of was Mike McDaniels. He looks like. Uh, he looked
3: like a, the most completely different guy you could ever yeah, imagine. Yeah, that is funny, though, because you, you probably never imagined he would be a head coach in the NFL back when she took that picture. I'm sure she did not, and I, I think she's still a little surprised about it. I would say at so. At this point. I would say so. All right, when we
2: come back, Tony's back. Big Five. A lot of important things to discuss. We'll get to all of them when we return on Gwen and Chris. We rejoin you with good news. That's right. Nausie Albies, home run. Bottom of the first inning, Braves jump out to a 1-0 lead over the Cubs. It's all setting up, Greg. Chris, I'm tell- I'm, I can't even get my mic button on. I'm so excited.
3: I'm telling point. you. You think they're going to be playing Padre baseball next week? On Monday, All we are right. going to be talking. You know, Jose Azokar came on the show on Friday last week, and he said that we're, they're going to make are going to make it. We're well, going to make it. And things are starting to
2: fall in a crazy direction towards them. There's about 15 more things that still need to happen, including the Padres winning tonight in San Francisco. The pregame show follows our program. A little more than an hour from right now, Tony Gwynn Jr. is ready to go up in San Francisco. We're ready to go here in San Diego. So let's hit it. Today's Big Five.
0: It's that time of the show when we check on the latest
2: in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're
3: doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one... The only. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? The Big Five
2: starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
3: So we had a pretty good outing last night from Seth Lugo. Pretty, pretty, pretty Pretty, good good. from Seth Lugo. However... Number
0: five.
3: He only went eight and two thirds because he was removed from the game. Oh, no. He was brilliant. Struck out seven in the four nothing win. Chris, if you are Bob Melvin, do you let him go the distance at one hundred and twenty three pitches?
2: No. Why? Why? You know? Why risk it? I mean, not only that, they were threatening. So you know, go in there and close the game out. I. I, You know, in this day and age, I mean, complete games. I mean, the Padres haven't had one since, and Tony knows this better than I do, but I don't think it's been since August of 2021 since the team's had yeah, a complete game. So they didn't have any last year. They don't have any this year. So, you know, what's what's the big deal? I mean, the the days of Bob Gibson completing 28 games. Our long long past, so no I, I think 123 pitches 100 and whatever it is I don't think it was the pitch count. I think it was the fact that the Giants are threatening a little bit there had a couple of runners on and uh, you want to close out that victory so no I, I and I don't think Seth Lugo I mean unless it's in his contract that he gets a huge bonus for pitching a complete game <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think it really so, matters right. to him either
3: so all right uh, well he did say he wanted to go the distance but well he it? should what? want to yeah.
4: he should definitely want to.
3: Uh, Tony, if you're Bob Melvin, do you let Seth Lugo go the distance?
4: Uh, no, I agree, Chris. Um, I think you they attempted to let him go the distance. He came out for the ninth. He got the first two outs, and it was wobbly the he, the whole time he was out there. He was he all of a sudden was falling behind something he hadn't done all game. So those are the signs. The first thing you know, a lot of people look for is velocity, but the first thing that goes when a pitcher's starting to tire is command, and he started to lose the command as. As Chris said, he uh, the, the Giants were threatening. And so you, you, at that point, it's pretty, pretty easy easy work. Uh, the tying run is on deck. It's a save situation. Boom, boom, bing.
3: Yeah. Boom, boom, bing.
2: And that is not on uh, Josh Hader's list of uh, things he won't do. <laughs> he will come into a game in a save situation in the ninth inning. So Bob Melvin had an easy decision to make.
3: I love that Black Eyed Peas song "Boom Boom Bing." By the way, <laughs> no one laughed about that.
4: I don't know the song. So. Uh, "Boom Boom quite... Pow." Is it is it actually called "Boom Boom Pow" or is that just a piece of the song? I don't
3: know. Someone will let me know that I'm yeah. an idiot. Yeah, I, I'm I pretty sure know. it's not called "Boom
4: Boom Pow." It's part boom, of boom, a song. Boom!
3: Gotta get yeah. get.
4: Yeah, I don't think it's called I don't think that's the name of the song. Right. Uh,
2: well, if you don't let him know the name of the song, please let him know not to sing the song ever again. <laughs> Got to get it. <get>. Number four. <laughs> Thanks. Is, uh... Thanks
4: Fergie. Yeah, you're
2: welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> You know, Fergie has some
3: good music. Don't you be talking smack about Fergie's we, music.
4: He just said he just thanked her. He I just thanked. Her. Her. I, I felt left like left song.
3: was a backhanded thank you.
2: Not at all. Well, it, it kind of
4: was in order in order for you not to sing her song. As we yeah, Williams let her sing that. it. <laughs> that, boom, boom, pal
3: that boom boom
4: pow song that you referred to. Boom
3: boom <laughs> <Come> boom. get. get. <laughs> All right, th- this We still a- have four to go. I, I know. don't know if <laughs> we're going to make it. Uh, this is a, a serious topic, so I'm going to address this seriously. But Michigan State University has fired football coach Mel Tucker for cause today, formally completing a process that was initiated last week. He is under university investigation for a sexual misconduct complaint brought forward by Brenda Tracy, a sexual assault awareness speaker. In a statement, the university said it had terminated his contract for, quote, he, for his admitted and undisputed behaviors, which have brought public disrespect, contempt, and ridicule upon the university and con, uh, constitute a material breach of his agreement and moral turpitude. So, mm. there's a bunch of words. There's a lot just, of big words yeah, in there. Lots of big words in there. The formal firing loomed as the final step in the university separating from him. Who has uh, Tucker has nearly $79 million left on his contract. Uh by firing him for cause, Michigan State is going to not have to pay the remaining money. And they did sign him to this deal, a 10-year deal worth $95 million in 2021. Tony, you're up first. Some are saying that because they signed they offered this deal, they should have to pay the deal. Should Michigan State have to pay Mel Tucker?
4: Some are saying. Um, I'll say this. Some <laughs> are saying. Um it, there are always in, in all of these contracts outs for the people who are taking the risk right which are the in this case the the university they and it's no different than in in, in, uh, in an odyssey contract and a padre contract there are things that you absolutely cannot do that will then trigger the consequence of you not getting the rest of your money Clearly, I mean, I'm pretty positive. I don't know this to be fact, but these type of uh, this type of behavior is probably on the list of every one of those type of contracts. Um, And so if you violate that, if you violate that particular part of the language where it says, if you do a B, C, D, E, you are not getting you are not. um, We are not responsible to pay you at that point. You've basically given up that money. Then you can't commit those type of things. Now, we haven't seen, us on the outside, haven't seen any of the evidence or, or the, the um, actual things that, that he's done. We just know what's been reported. And according to what you just read, he it sounded like he actually admitted to the behavior. I guess so. Uh, in, in, in this incident. And so, no, he should not get paid. You know that there are, the first thing, when you sign a, a contract like this, you, the first thing you look at is, a, how much you're getting paid, but B, what is it that you have to do that will no longer get you paid? And uh, I don't know if Mr. Tucker didn't read the uh, language in the article but or in the, in the contract, but it, 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 I'm pretty sure these type of things are pretty clear if you <laughs> violate that. Now, he, on the other hand, now we see teams, we see players, fight, coaches fight that by going to court, and they got to get a lawyer, you know, go through the comb through, you know, if there's any – I don't know, loopholes, however you want to say it, that could you know, maybe get them their money back or partial some of their money, that's going to be certainly open for Mel Tucker to do. Now, no, he should not get his money. Chris?
2: Well, I mean, the thing is about the situation, and I'm not 100% familiar with it because most of it happened when I was gone, but what he is uh, alleged to have done is so sordid Right, that we didn't even mention yeah. it in this story, and right. very few people want to even touch on what he is alleged to have done. I mean that that in and itself ought to raise a red flag that it's among the A, B, C, D, and E things yeah. that you're not right. supposed to be able to do. I'm sure, it's A if you want, yeah, A and B <laughs> and properly, C. Right. So, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, this was it, it, What amazes me the most about this is that somebody like Mel Tucker. Uh, the now former coach at Michigan State was obviously smart enough, savvy enough, brilliant enough, you know, studied enough, and worked hard enough to be able to get the job he got in the first place. And yet he is still stupid enough to put himself in a position where he could lose this job for something that is just a, an idiotic thing to have been reported to have done. I. I'm always amazed. It's kind of like, you know, ownership in, in of sports teams, you know, and you watch some of the, the moves that sports teams make and owners make, and you wonder, how did they get their money in the first place?
4: That's a great point. To be That's able to point. own the
2: team. I, I How could a guy make a mistake this catastrophic? This I, it is, just amazes me.
4: This is where the experiment of humans and money and power, I think, tend to, because you have to think, right? Either Michigan State didn't do their homework, and this guy has been doing this type of thing right, for a long just, time. Yeah, yeah. Or all of a sudden you get ninety-five million dollars, and you have this power, and that changes. Pe- I mean, we can't say that we haven't seen power change people for the bad. We hundred percent. All of us have seen it, and so it, it, it's it's so it's it's just mind blowing to me that you know. I guess it's not mind blowing. I think it's just it's just a, a weird thing to see somebody go in as one thing and then, you know, all these great blessings come upon them in terms of the money and being able to take care of the fest generational wealth you're talking about there, ninety five million dollars, right? Heck yeah. But the power is seemingly so intoxicating that you think you can get away or do things that before you had that power you probably are like, there's no way in heck that would ever be me.
3: I think just the the overall brashness of the alleged allegation is is another thing that it's, just it blows crazy. my mind. <laughs> it just honestly, does like
4: how did you not think that that wasn't going to result in you losing your job? You're like, no joke. Like the like when the when the I don't know how that those thoughts come across you, but the moment the first one like went across your forehead. That's when you, you yeah, you, you you go. What am I doing? Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
4: this is this is crazy this is, right now. Right. <laughs> that, that's no, that's no. not that's clearly not a thought that that goes through their forehead.
3: It, it, yeah, yeah. If you if you really want to know what he is alleged to have done, you can look it up. But that's as far as we'll go here today. Yes. Number three. Now, the NBA made some big news today because the Portland Trailblazers are trading guard Damian Lillard to play alongside Giannis Antetokounmpo with the Bucks as a part of a three-team deal that also includes the Phoenix Suns. Sources told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski today. Uh, Chris, does this make them the favorite in the NBA? Uh, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. First of all, did anybody check with Damian Lillard
2: to make sure this was okay? Uh, did was... he get traded to the Milwaukee Bucks? Because <laughs> he made a big deal out of, you know, really, really badly wanting to go to the Miami Heat. Um, he for... did, but he's not James Harden now. I, I do like Damian Lillard. I I, I think this is going to be a, you know, a, it's a great pickup for the Bucks. I, it yeah, certainly it puts them right back in the in the conversation. They just won the NBA championship a couple of years ago. And when you, any time, I don't care who they parted with, and in this case, they basically lost Grayson Allen, I, I think it was like the biggest name that they lost in this trade, um, I, I, you know, in a lot of draft picks. But any time that you have two players that are that spectacular, Giannis and Lillard, I mean, come on. Yeah, the Bucks are certainly one of the major contenders to win the NBA championship, and uh, this is a great move by Milwaukee. I mean, and it, and it turns out that Giannis Antetokounmpo had made the right move by staying in Milwaukee because, you know, he talked about wanting to make sure he could still compete for a title. He's got no excuses
3: now. Tony, what do you think? Does this make the Bucks the favorite?
4: Uh, no. Uh, I, I, it doesn't make the Bucks favorite, I don't think. You know what's funny is I saw on the way over to the stadium, that I saw like a kind of a comic uh, uh, answer between it was like a fake – account, but it was like Damian Lillard talking to the... Oh, okay, yeah. To the... To the a faux account. Yeah, yeah, talking to uh, the front office of okay. the Blazers, and they're like, uh, you know, you wanna, he's like, I want to go to Miami, and they're like, well, we don't really like Miami's, uh, what they have to offer, and Damian in the faux account, it responds, after all of the things I've done, and it does just says D.O., and the, the bottom response from the team is, what do you think about uh, Giannis? And he said, "All right, bet I'm ready to go there. <laughs> I, I, I'm willing. I, I I don't think this makes them the the favorite, but um, here's a. I think this is a a really a masterclass of how you should handle it as the team that is being asked to trade. Right? So often we see a team acquiesce to whatever player it is and get them what they want. Now in this case, Dame clearly didn't get to go where he wanted wanted to go." However, they, they still took care of him and showed the the love for what he has done for their organization, not just shipping him to, you know, it was Toronto yesterday yeah. was the team, and that would have sucked. He might as well just stayed in Portland <laughs> if that was going to be the case. Instead, he gets to to, to to pair with Giannis. The Blazers get every – they got better. They got Drew Holiday. Uh, they got uh, Deontay Ayton from the Suns. They got a first-round pick. Um, they got to the move off of Nersick's, uh number uh, – uh, Salary and, and the money they had to pay him by moving him to to uh, where'd he go he Phoenix, went to I think. Fe- he went to Phoenix yeah and there, and everybody this is probably one of those rare situations where everybody probably feels pretty good about where they're going now I'm sure Dame would love to be in the MIA as opposed as opposed to Milwaukee <laughs> but what I will tell Dame, what I will tell Dame is he'll probably like Milwaukee a lot better than he thought.
3: From somebody who played there.
4: Yeah. Indeed.
3: Yeah, those sunny beaches in Milwaukee are great. No, no, there's no no beaches There's (laughs) there's no beaches.
4: And by the way, you probably aren't going to the beaches. I know, you probably can't go to the beaches in the wintertime.
3: (laughs) No, I get it. I get it, though. He's probably going to be happier because... I mean, it's less pressure, too. They, to didn't trade,
2: they didn't trade him to the hinterlands. Even though Milwaukee is kind of the hinterlands, it's not because Giannis is there. Giannis
4: so, is there. Yeah. And and Milwaukee now, because there's all this talk about Giannis talking about, hey, man, if there's no show to commitment that uh, they're going to be in a championship level, I may have to bounce. Well, you just showed you're into some championship commitment by bringing in Dave Willard.
3: Yeah, so. Absolutely. All right. Number two. From the NBA to golf, one of my favorite events in sports is the Ryder Cup, and it's coming up this weekend just outside – Rome <laughs> One name, I turned his mic off I, I, I just everybody. turned his mic off because he was puking as I was, <laughs> as I was reading this One name that I didn't expect to see on the American team would be Brooks Kepka, and I didn't expect it because Why he not? is a live golfer oh. and live golfers there's still that little bit of weirdness there. He was asked actually uh, at the media day for his advice about how more live golfers could get on the Ryder Cup team and here is is what he told the media
0: do you, do you feel like the live guys got a fair crack of the whip with selection
3: i don't make the decisions it
2: doesn't uh everybody had an opportunity to get there
3: i mean i had the same opportunity as every other live player and i'm here so um play better it's always the answer so there he said, play better, and I am not saying this is how I feel about it, but I saw a lot of comments about the humble bragging going on by Brooks Kepka and this saying, uh, you know, play better because I'm here and you're not. Tony, Who was complaining? People in the comments of this post. No, no, but...
4: The- who was he referring to? Like what was the question about? Oh, well, it? The que-
3: well basically some of the live guys didn't make it because they were they didn't have enough points, they didn't have enough world ranking and so yeah, Brooks yeah. won it or yeah. won the PGA and then he was able to be selected, so he and said, "Play guys better. were a little, little, live. Guys were a little salty. Is that what it sounds like? Uh, I don't. I don't know that that's, that to be the case. I, I think know. the media sounds is like maybe... they're
2: claiming that they didn't get in because they're a live golfer. Yeah, and I think the media ah. is making
3: this a bigger deal than it is. But uh, people think he's humble bragging. What do you think, Tony? I don't
4: care what he's doing. He could he could say that he he went over there as a live golfer and took care of business." He's the one that's representing Live Golf for the best right now, going to these PGA, you know, majors, Ryder Cup,
3: yeah,
4: and 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 winning. Nobody else is doing it, in Live, right? the American It's been a slow, been a slow, slow go for of it if, on the American side, which is why we're talking about yeah. this, right? Because yeah. it's in terms of the Ryder Cup. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, man, talk your talk. I don't think that was a humble brag. I just think he probably, you know, is getting asked questions about Live, and and they probably just like listen, man. I played good enough golf to be selected. I made. He actually made it hard for the captains not to select him. Mm-hmm. Whereas everybody else just kind of they made the they made the decision because even if the PGA guys are holding a grudge against the live guys, Bruce Koepka made it impossible or made it so that if they didn't pick him, it would be clear that that's what it was about. And they forced it. They forced their hand. And because of that, he's on the team. And so kudos to him. Chris,
2: is he humble bragging here? I'm just a little tired of you hating everything I that didn't, Brooks County No, 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 no. I, I really, this I is not I how mean, I feel. Uh, it's totally how you feel, no, and that's why you're bringing up this story. No, it's
4: not. The he's bottom. hiding it behind uh, Twitter yeah, He's uh, trying fa- to say, he,
2: he's going with his usual quotes. Some people are saying, <laughs> No,
3: no, you're the, the one he, saying, No, this. no, I am
2: not. I, I am mean, not. all right, the bottom line is it's not bragging if you can do it. And mm. Brooks Kepka's done it, and he's been doing it as well as anybody in the majors for a long time. And this is as high profile a tournament as there is in golf, although I don't care about it. Um, so why did that belongs. need to
3: be said? I mean, because
2: <laughs> I, I'm just sticking with my. I don't want to make it sound like I'm changing the way I feel about the Ryder Cup. I'm not a fan. But I know they all are. So he
3: deserves to be there. He also has a mullet now. Good for, for him. him. For this. So.
4: Great. He can rock a mullet. Yeah,
3: he's I think he Ryder could, Cup. actually. I saw it. It doesn't look too he bad. probably
4: has a few times.
3: What color is his hair this week? Uh, it's going to be brown, I think. Brown? Cause he's Maybe blonde. he'll die he like went, red or blue. Well, he went blonde for a while. He, yes, he did go blonde for a while. Yeah, he, was wild. he was wilding with the blonde. Yeah, though. that was a little strange, but yeah. we, we got through that phase together. Uh, we had another fan incident during a baseball game last night, everybody. Mariners were at home playing the Astros in a pivotal game to keep the Mariners in the playoff hunt. And in the sixth inning, uh, with Mariners pitcher George Kirby on the mound, a fan threw a foul ball from the stands all the way to the mound where it hit Kirby. Everyone was okay, and the fan was ejected with someone who people think is his mom screaming at him on the way out, which is great. She's like giving in the business,
4: good. Like good, you, mom. you, you kid are in you, trouble. You embarrassing me out here, son. Getting you
3: kick, getting us kicked out of these great seats. Well, Ron Darling and uh, Don Arsillo were on the broadcast, but Ron Darling on the broadcast said this fan should be banned for life. Ooh. Chris, do you think this fan should be banned for life? <sighs> if not that,
2: taken out in a public square in Seattle and be whipped in front of everybody. Oh my gosh. gosh. You know, I'm not it's not oh my gosh. I mean something is gonna some some fans somewhere is gonna have to be made an example of so that other fans at least try to think twice before they do stupid stuff at games. Because this this is headed down the road to disaster. I you cannot make it through an NFL weekend anymore, Tony Without seeing a brawl in the stands where somebody slugged somebody, uh, I yeah. believe the Miami New England game, somebody yeah. got got hit and fell back Died. and ended up dying.
3: Yeah, that's
2: crazy. Uh, the fan behavior in general is fine. It's that one percent of the idiots who make it you know terrible for everybody. Um, you know, I, I'll throw in the Barcelona soccer match that I was at over the weekend. The security in that stadium was beyond belief. Uh, you just could not believe how many security people were in and around that stadium to make sure that nothing happened. And, you know, as far as I could tell, nothing did happen at the match I was at. But uh, it's getting to the point where a lot of people are starting to be scared to go to games, yep. uh, especially NFL games. I, you told me that at the 49er Ram yeah. game, yeah. there was a big brawl there up was, there, in and LA. it was
3: between 49er fans.
2: It, it, it's just uh, so, somewhere, somehow, they've got to, you know, make the, make the display that if you do something idiotic, you're not going to be allowed back in ever again. And, you know, you're going to have to pay quite a price for it because they got to get the message out to fans
3: in general, that their behavior won't be tolerated. anymore. And facial rec software will help keep those fans out of the stadium forever because they're always watching. That's good. Tony, do you think this fan should be banned for life?
4: You know, initially when you asked the question, I was like, hell no, but Chris is right. Like, That ball could have hit Kirby in his face, could have hit him in his head, and from that distance, who knows what kind of damage it could have have done. Now, I don't know if it was an actual hard ball, if it was a soft ball. I think it was a foul ball. Even worse, right? So, yeah, I think, you know, at this point, and we've had this conversation way more than we should be. Uh, I just think at this point now, you're going to have to shift so far the opposite direction that – you're going to have to have people complaining about it being too strict in terms of yeah. – because we, we're, we're seeing this almost – we're seeing it very often on the on the NBA courts. We're seeing it too often in baseball games now. We're seeing it too – we're just seeing it too much. Fans have, I think um, – I don't know. Is it, is it because they've just lost the, the, the sanity in this space that they're in? Because it used to be uh, some decorum about going to any athletic event. Now it just seems like it's, um, I don't know, it, it almost feels like there's a sense of entitlement in terms of what is allowed, what isn't allowed at these games because people are paying money.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was pretty scary when I saw it's it. It's a lot like,
4: more hostile than I can ever remember oh yeah. it being.
3: Oh, yeah. And George Kirby was like, he handled it well. He said, You know, that guy had a pretty good arm for hitting me from all the way from the stands. That's but. funny. Yeah, but it's, yeah because, this, because but the he situation's wasn't hurt. not funny anymore. No, yeah. it's not. It's not. All right. That's it for the Big Five. When we get back, we'll set you up for tonight's finale between the Padres and the Giants on 97 yeah. A the boom, family.
0: boom mix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,